Hello, everybody, and welcome back to All Things Medical Assistant. I am your host for this podcast, Santino Tejas. And first and foremost, as always, I want to give a big thank you to all of you listeners that have uh, stuck around and and returned to listen to continue what it is that I have to say. And for all you new listeners, please, I hope you find this entertaining, uh, informative, and, uh, you know, full of opinions. And if you know of anybody that might enjoy this podcast, please go ahead and, and, and forward along. Um, I just want to say thank you again to everybody for helping my dream come true. Um, the numbers continue to grow for this podcast, for all things medical assistant. Could not do it without you. Again, very nervous in the beginning. Not sure if anybody would would uh, would appreciate or listen to the podcast, but we're growing. Numbers are still growing every day. So thank you very much. Um, you all are making this possible. And I want to give a big shout out to all the international listeners. Uh, 3% of my listenership comes from uh, abroad, Germany, Barbados, uh, Ukraine. There's like, I've got like 20 countries on the list, you know, and thank you so much. I want to say thank you to all of you and please, you know, subscribe to the podcast, um, whether on anchor.fm or Apple podcasts to be alerted or however it is you listen to me on overcast or Spotify. Thank you so much. And, uh, I promise I could t- to try and continue to do a good job to keep you uh, entertained and informed. So, today I want to talk about appreciation for the medical assistant. Last week was MA Appreciation Week. And I believe it's through, through the 19th to the 23rd or 26th. And, you know, this is a time to thank your medical assistants for the work that they do, for believing in their and their and their efforts and and understanding their work ethic and just overall appreciation for your medical assistant and it's a great thing because obviously and I'm sure all your medical assistants out there listening or, or you know anybody in the healthcare field you know the medical assistant role has really really just blown up meaning it's just become so ever vast and such a wide you know spectrum now of uh, responsibility. Back in 1993, when I first became a medical assistant, I mentioned before in another series, you know, it was mostly lab draws and hematocrits and UAs and a lot of uh, front and back office um, work. And if you learned anything on the job, extended by the license of the physician or the practice, then you learned that and that was a plus, right? But when I retook the course in 2000. 15, I believe it was, because where I was currently working at Seattle Children's, they required um, that anybody who uh, didn't have a current license would have to reattend MA school because moving from El Paso, Texas, there's no reciprocity between Washington and Texas, so I couldn't carry my license over. As a matter of fact, when it came to my surgical technologist registration, I had to fight for that. Luckily, I was I was given that, so I hold that registration here as well. But um, you know, back in the day, '93, like I said, you know, UAs, blood draws, hematocrits, front and back office work, whatever else it is that they thought they could teach you and, and make you proficient on, you know, and it was a lot of it was a lot of desk work, a lot of desk work, you know. And now, you know, MAs are given injections in some locations, starting IVs. I've mentioned this before. Unfortunately, the MA role has. Uh, superseded and taken over the LPN role you know it's become a very big asset the medical assistant has you know office managers uh, 
Um, there are even people that have started their own, um, so to say, um, on-call or or um, on-demand per diem businesses for the medical assistant because there's such high demand. You know, the MA now in class, uh, not only do they include the hematocrit, UA, and all that, but catheterization, you know, simple procedure assisting, sterilization, you know, how to do the guac test, you know, the, or the, the hemocult. So, yeah. The, 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 the scope has, has just expanded tremendously, you know, and here in the state of Washington, due to this whole pandemic stuff, the governor, Jay Inslee, has lifted all supervisory laws regarding the medical assistant, meaning that if you as a medical assistant are, are proficient in providing a skill, a, a medical service or procedure, you can now provide it without having to have the supervision of a physician there near you, right? Because all over, you know, our certification, it says must have a, a physician or nurse or, you know, someone of that licensure around to supervise you. Well, in Washington, you know, for the moment, no longer. I don't know when the governor might reenact it, but hopefully not. Maybe with this lifting of of supervisory regulations can show that the MA is very, very uh, capable. You know, a lot of medical assistants that come into the workforce already have years of experience, you know, like me, myself, I've already had, you know, when I came into this job at, um, at the University of Washington, I've already had experience since 1993, you know, along with my surgical technologist and EMS experience. You know, and I remember going through my first week or two of work and having to just sit there and go through the motions and day one and all that. And I was just bored. I was like, just please let me get to work. So now all of us that have had that experience starting or have learned a skill or bring to the table a skill, you know, we can actually shine through now, you know. But beware, all you MAs out there that might be in the same situation that I am, be very careful. Do continue to do your best and due diligence, non-negligence, because negligence can happen so easy, and in this litigious time, it's just not good for anybody, you know, so just please be careful. So in saying that, you know, that the MA role has expanded, it's only proper and it's only right that the institute, the entity, the medical office can recognize their medical assistant as, as, as the huge or the biggest proponent you know, not just component, but the proponent of the business, you know, medical assistants are walking billboards business by word of mouth. And, and yeah, it's just, it's, it's rightfully so, you know, historically the nurses have been the backbone of medicine. You know, the nurses are the bridge between the, the medical provider and the practice and the patient, you know, and it's turned out that the medical assistant has become that integral clinical role. You know, the medical assistant has become that integral clinical component between the practice and the patient. You know, EKGs and the blood draws and, you know, they even, um, there's ERs that allow MAs to uh, apply for ED tech. Um, there are certain programs out there that you can take online and they require that you, you know, be part of, or have completed a accredited medical assisting course. You know, stuff for like, I think, ultrasound. And it's just, you know, everybody, I, I just think that the medical community out there or those that provide training and additional services and skills are seeing that the medical assistant is very capable because 
you know, coming along with everything going on or not going on. Let's say this pandemic hadn't happened. Man, our skills have still come up, you know, because these schools of medical assistants have seen, have heard. I, I know I think they go out to businesses and practices and they ask, hey, you know, what would you like to see in a medical assistant? How would you like your medical assistant to be able to proficiently perform in your office what tasks would that include other than front desk back desk you know taking the trash out because i've asked you to because unfortunately you've got those practices out there that are very egotistical you know and very very uh, presumptuous and 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 they look at the at the medical assistant as a um as a uh, you know second hand or as the help no no uh uh-uh, no ma'am have you heard what i've been telling you we have become an integral component proponent to the practice you know um i still know of places uh, where the nurses pretty much you know poop on the medical assistant either because they're threatened and they know that the ma could possibly take their job or two they're just very insecure and and what have you uh, you can listen to my episode rn versus the world you know i talk about how it's usually the younger, uh, more new nurses that come out of uh, nursing school that have a chip on their shoulder and, and tend to have to act like they have something to prove. And the older nurses are the ones that are nicer and sweeter because, you know, they understand that it's a team effort. But anyways, yeah, so, you know, skills expanded, skills allowed, new things learned, new opportunities. Because we have to remember disease and sickness, as horrible as it is, is, is a chance to learn. Disease and sickness is a chance to better understand, you know, trauma and injury is, is, is a platform for, for practicing and learning skill. It's unfortunate that, that in this field of, of, uh, of, of patient care, or rather I'm saying that in, in, this, in this world of patient care, it's illness and disease and trauma and, and injury that that gives us our job, you know, and so it's unfortunately that um, those that come in with that have been afflicted by disease or, you know, that have had injuries, you know, we, we learn from you, you know, we learn from from what it is that you from the, the skill and the, the life saving or 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 homeostatic skills that that you allow us to perform on you. And you know, to those of you that have had a family member that have passed away or that have been irreversibly uh, harmed or irreverse, irreversibly harmed, you know, my sympathies and I'm sorry, you know, obviously that was never supposed to be, be the case. And that can happen whether it's a medical assistant, a nurse, a doctor, a nurse practitioner, PA, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, it, it can happen to anyone. But again, um, you know, to all those out there who have, have let the, the student in when, you know, the student's on an externship and they ask, hey, you as the patient, is it okay if the extern comes in and learns? Oh, that, yeah, of course, that's okay. Thank you for that, you know, because it means a lot. Everybody's got to learn somewhere. Everyone's got to start somewhere. I'm sure you, uh, whether, you know, even you as the nurse or whatever, or even if you're not medically inclined in your job, you had to start somewhere. You had a day one somewhere with somebody and, and had to go from there. Well, so does the medical assistant. And I I think personally, I think personally, what's going to happen soon is that the MA is going to become such a competitive role with the RN world. I really, really do. Um, you know, here in Washington, uh, they um, uh, the community colleges had selectively done away with the LPN or LVN role because they, they've noticed that 
there's a more influx of medical assisting and nursing than LVN. And I think they've also learned that the LVN or LPN was just used to kind of bridge into the, the RN role. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, uh, there's still community colleges that offer it as an associate. But unfortunately, you know, it's, it's, a, um, it's, it's a level that's being phased out. And don't get me wrong, there's still a lot of LPNs, LVNs out there, and, and and they're just as important as everybody else. Don't get me wrong, and you know, and I wish them the best, and I hope that their jobs are never threatened, you know, because especially at this time, it just it sucks to be without a job. But yeah, you know, this this it's just a tremendous world of learning out there, you know, and continuing education, and your MA out there, and if you're a provider listening to this, if you're uh, a doctor, if you're a nurse, if you're an ED tech, if you're if you're somebody out there that works with medical assistants, or let's if even if you're a medical assistant lead who's in charge of other medical assistants, pay attention to your MAs. You know, if you're the type of lead that supports, doesn't get their nose involved, doesn't act very superior or dictatorship like, you know, continue to, to support your medical assistant. Continue to support the education. Hey, does your MA want to go to RN school? Good. Support them. Support them. Because you know why? If you support them and they're happy going through school, when they become that registered nurse, you can bring them on board with your with, with your clinical practice. You're going to have a very happy, very well-informed, and very well-experienced, you know, uh, nurse that has gone through and understands your system doesn't have to learn the medical electronic medical record system again doesn't have to learn the rules and reg- no you have somebody who's grown within the company uh, i think kaiser permanente has trying to jump on that uh on that bandwagon uh, i think they're one of the first to create a medical assisting um uh, apprenticeship program it's the right thing to do you know there's a lot of people out there that want to become medical assistants but they can't because they don't have the financial resources or they, they they can't go to school you know they might have a family and they have to go home right after work or whatever you know and these programs that offer apprenticeship programs where you get paid on the job is such a wonderful avenue it's such a wonderful you know chance to get to get into this field you know i've known quite a few uh, patient access representatives or an x-ray technician or whatever that just want to be an MA because they see how important it is. And the pay rate isn't, you know, isn't that bad at all. You know, uh, where I'm at, you know, MAs are, are, are making mid-20s to, um, to 30s, and, and that's great. With full benefits, awesome. So those of you that, are the, that may not have that appropriate attitude that, you know, tend to talk down your medical assistant or nurses that tend to, to use the MAs as a, as a janitorial staff or whatever, you know, I just think it's because you feel uh, you feel um, uh, either neglected because they're either given more responsibility or you feel threatened for whatever the me, whatever it is. Just remember where you started, and if you're just you know sour in life, period. I wish you the best, but just remember there are people too, and just like you don't like to be treated like I was going to say a bad word. But just so, just like you don't like to be treated horribly, you know, don't don't treat them either because they're working hard. Because think of all of the work that you don't want to do that you put onto everybody else. Imagine if you, if you actually did your job and did that. Anyways, I'll get off that. Um, we all know who these people are. But anyways, yeah. So Medical Assistant uh, Recognition Week is a rightful thing to do. Just like there's a PA recognition, doctor recognition, nurse recognition. We all have our own, you know, time of the, the year to be to be recognized and rightfully so you know unfortunately there's 
there's places of, of patient care where the morale is very, very low. And this is one time of the week, you know, the year where where, where you can show that appreciation, where you can put that, 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 that you know, that um, all of that baloney aside and, and, and just show them that you care for, you know, for a week. You know, that goes true for any level, for any, any, any level of, of, of medical uh, personnel. So, yeah, so, you know, and to the medical assistants, again, you know, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Be proud of yourselves. Remember who you are, you know. On those days, that's tough, and, and they yell at you, and the patients yell at you, and the doctor yells at you, and, you know, that one nurse treats you like, like popo or whatever. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, just remember, you know, you're better than that. You know, the state's giving you a certification because you know what you're doing. And, well, I mean, yeah, there are RMAs that don't know what they're doing. There are RMAs that don't know how they graduated. And I ask you guys, please go back to square one and learn if you have to because uh, you, you can hurt somebody. But anyways, remember who you are. Be proud of what you do. Be proud of the services you provide. You know, one thing that I tell the providers in the urgent care that I work in, I work with some great doctors, uh, PAs, and a nurse practitioner, um, you know, in this little five-room urgent care, emergency medicine, where we have MIs walking in, we have um, cervical fractures, we have stuff that walk in through ER doors, walking into our doors, and our providers and, and my coworkers, we handle it and take care of it. You know, that's, that's a lot of responsibility. But it gets done because... because we we do what we know how to do and we do it well and we have a good time you know but no matter what setting you're in family practice neurosurgery cardiology be 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 proud of your mindset and your skill set you know and here's one thing that I, I tend to tell people too is think about the outside world right so you know most of us spend eight to twelve hours a day in a in a clinical office or in an urgent care, or in an ER. We don't see the outside world for 10 to 12 hours, right? And then when we're done with a shift, and we leave, and we go home, and you look around you, it's life as usual, business as usual. You know, you walk into your Safeway, or you walk to your store, or whatever, or you go get something to eat, dinner, and everyone's living their life, everyone's doing their thing, and they're just... They're just not aware of what it is, what kind of day that you've had. You might have had a patient with uh, that's come in with a sepsis, and you're part of the team that took care of them. You might have had a patient that came in with, you know, that cervical fracture, you know, the access fracture, fracture of the access, and and you spotted it. You know, uh, you're a person who has a mindset that can listen to symptoms and understand and know what's going on, you know, and know what has been going on when they've had no clue, and you act on it. The people, you know, people out there don't understand. They don't see that. They don't, they see when scrubs and they might ask you what to do, but they don't know what it is. So be proud because outside those walls, while you're inside giving that clinical care, while you're inside possibly saving that life, while you are inside being that person's advocate, advocate, life is going on as usual. Excuse me, outside. Life is going on as usual outside. And that's great. They don't need to know anyways. But I say this for the fact that be proud that you go to work and you do what you do and you're able to go home and have had a good day's work. And all of those MAs out there that want to continue to grow, I ask you, please continue to grow. Go to school. 
you know, register for your community college, register for university. I myself right now, I've transferred my credits from uh, one of the central universities here. I'm trying to get into the University of Washington to finish my degree so I can move on and reapply for physician's assistant or even medical school. That's my dream. And my family's supporting me, you know, and, and, I, and I'm pushing it, you know. And because I believe in myself and, and I've always believed in the capabilities and the capacities of the medical assistant. You have to believe in yourself. You have to show everybody else that you are okay. That you can do this job. That you can do it for your own good. You know, and once you've shown them once and they don't want to pay attention after that, fine, that's their problem. But remember who you are, medical assistant, medical assistant certified, medical assistant in term or medical assistant registered. Remember who you are. Remember the great work you give, the great care that you give, the, the responsible human being you are, the attentive human being you are, the great service you give. And if you're not one of those great uh, working MAs, please work on it. So please, you know, again, Santino Tess, all things, medical, all things Medical Assistant, wants to thank all medical assistants out there for what it is you do. You know, and if you feel that you need to, please become a voice. Join your union if you have one. If not, become a voice for yourself as a medical assistant, for those medical assistants, to help people understand how important you are. Heck, and this time of, of whatever is going on, walk out that door and see what. I'm not advocating that you walk out on your job, but I'm just saying, what would happen if you walked out that door? How would the business, how would the practice, you know, be affected? Sometimes people need to be reminded of that. And that's the honest truth. The very honest truth. You know, I, I, I you know, in the urgent care and for years have gone by, I tend to joke and say, no, you see my patients, you just dispense the care because you went to school longer than I did. But I do the vitals. I listen to the story. You know, you have trusted me with my comprehensive skills to know what I'm doing. All right. So please, MAs, every day, get up, be proud, go to work, be you, have fun, have fun, have fun at work. That's very, very important. I'm not saying party, but you know what I mean. Have fun, laugh. It's very stressful stuff, very stressful stuff. And unfortunately, sometimes it carries over to the family. So please, 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 okay, guys, all you medical assistants out there, and anybody, nurses, PAs, ARPs, MDs, you know, CPPs, APPs, LMPs, whatever. Please, be proud of who you are and what you do. And all all things medical assistance says, thank you to all you medical assistants out there making a difference. And may you be safe and healthy. All right, guys. Again, I'm Santino Tez for All Things Medical Assistant. Please check out my blog, allthingsmedicalassistant.com. There you'll find all the episodes uploaded. And you'll find an area where you can send me a note or comment, question, or concern. And I will get and I'll get in touch with you and address it, okay? All right, guys. Thank you a lot. And let's please take care of each other and be safe and stay healthy. All right, guys. Until next time.